episode 80 of the Loaded Counts podcast. Scotchy takes a double dare. Wait, Mario is how old? Play dead crack skulls. Was I in Canada? Questions from listeners. And beer. 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 Reach in at your own risk. This is The Loaded Couch. And we're back. Episode 80. <laughs> I'm Scott Hound. <laughs> okay, Wild Bill, this is Celtic Fox. All right, uh, let's get right into what we're drinking um, for our beer mash. Uh, why don't we start off with Pigeon, since he's been away. Yeah. I have my barley wine from last week Ooh. that I missed a cast on. It's an old ruffian from Great Divide Brewing Company. It's a barley wine ale from Denver, Colorado. Dark brown and 10.2%. Old ruffian, huh? I thought it was like Rufio. Rufio! Okay, go ahead. Chuck, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm drinking Excess. It's uh, from Jack's Abbey Craft Lagers, India Pale Lager. Framingham, Massachusetts. It's a it's like a cloudy yellow gold color, seven point two. This is their three time dry hopped. This puppy's got some bite to it. Sounds like it does. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a triple horse from uh, River Horse Brewing Company. It's a Belgian ale. We've had I've had it before. You guys say it likes to get me crunk. Ten uh, percent alcohol. Not just you. It's everybody. Uh, you too, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I get warm and fuzzy after that one. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, babe. Um, the Anchor of Hope Baptist Church in Canyon, Texas, placed a strongly worded advert in the Canyon Times earlier this month, calling craft beer the devil's craft, and (laughs) rallied against the perils of booze consumption, with uh, excerpts from various Bible passages claiming Jesus never drank. Didn't he have wine? Yeah, I thought there was wine on the, uh, that, well, it's just a picture of the, uh, whatchamacallit? The Last Supper? Last Supper, yeah, I thought there was wine on the table. I could be wrong. Mm, I picture I think... some old lady yeah, screaming, it's the devil. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Imperial Tap Room, a craft beer bar and restaurant specializing in Texas panhandle cuisine, said, we're offering a dollar off your beer at Imperial Tap Room in exchange bill. for... What did I say, beer? Yeah, yeah. off your bill. Okay. At beer. The... <laughs> <laughs> at Imperial Tap Room in exchange for this devil cra- devil's craft coupon. That was printed in the Canyon News on Sunday. <laughs> That's oh awesome. Uh, the business posted with a picture of a of the church's ad. Oh, oh, in the uh, coupon. Yeah, they, they're pretending it's their coupon they put out, but the church put it out as the devil's cramp. Uh, uh, we'll give you a dollar off for each one you bring in, so feel free to uh, bring multiple. Come enjoy some devilish, tasty craft beer and or wine. Uh, grape juice with booze in it. <laughs> nice. Why do, why do I picture Pigeon rolling up with like a whole stack of newspapers tied up in the bundle? Here's my coupons. <laughs> Dude, I always got coupons for everything. I was going to say, you could get a, f- a free meal there, Pidge. Dollar Hey, could you guys double? They said you could double. Them? No, they said you bring in as many as you want. As many yeah, as you want. It... Stack them up. We'll give you a dollar off for each one you bring in, so feel free to bring multiple. Yeah, but you, if it's like one beer, you get a dollar off. Or if I bring in 15 coupons, do I get $15 and they'll give me money back? 
Well, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's for the food as well, or is it just for the beer? I'm thinking it's just $1 off per beer you drink. Oh, uh, okay. All right, maybe. Yeah, but then you just get 15 oh, beers Oh, but it's off their off. bill, though. I don't know. Mm. Anyway, it's good advertisement. Yeah, seriously. And it gets that crap uh, <laughs> from the, um, yeah. what was it, the Hope Baptist uh, Church out of the papers. Poor church. Your neighbor's I mean, over they there. Got, they got advertising, too. <laughs> your neighbor's over there ganking your paper out of your yard and cutting it out. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I want a dollar off my beer, damn it. <laughs> All right, the uh, Saltwater Brewery uh, released a 100% edible six-pack um, can ring. Uh, Ooh, this they, is like the uh, like the Willy Wonka teacups. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's like Willy Wonka voodoo stuff here. Uh, with approximately, they, they said with approximately 50% of beer being sold in cans and the majority of rings that hold the cans together making their way into the oceans and harming sea life, uh, the saltwater brewery uh, thought outside of the box and using leftover materials, I think like the um, the, the grains and stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, from the beer brew, they worked to create an edible ring, which they say will feed sea life and not kill it. So you can't eat it. The sea creatures can eat it. I think you could eat it, but it's just a yeah, it doesn't taste little, good. little dose of high fiber there for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd be like chewing on trees. Now, I don't know about you guys, but whenever I get those rings from cans and stuff, I always cut them up. Well, that make, was funny because sure. they had that in the uh, the video. They said, yeah, you might think you're doing a good thing with cutting them up, but the sea life still ends up eating the smaller pieces. That's okay. Mm. It's fiber for them. Right? <laughs> well, did you ever see the new can holders, too? It's like a solid plastic top with just yeah, like, the, like it. the little dimples that hold each of the cans. That's kind of how this looks from the picture of it. Okay, so it's like one uniform piece that's like stamped. With the dimples, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the ne- um the can tops kind of pop up through it, but it's like one, like you said, one stamped piece with like the small holes that just pop over the top of it. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Uh, what's, the, what's the shelf life on the uh, the rings? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I was wondering myself. If it like starts to stink after a while, or or if it like gets wet, it just like dissolves, falls apart. Yeah. I was gonna say they probably dip it in some kind of solution that keeps it like sealed, but the minute you submerse it, it just breaks down. You yeah, probably even... dip it in your wife. <laughs> Beeswax. Beeswax. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, movie talk. Pidge, since you were away, what did you watch while you were away? And keep, I it, watched, keep it PG, please. I watched Event Horizon. Oh, okay. Right. I heard it on, uh, heard it on uh, another podcast that I listened to. And they're like, your, Event that's Horizon. Your, that's your first time seeing it? Yeah. Oh, that's a great movie. I also watched uh, Dark Skies. That's the one with Kerry Russell. And um, it's about their family that gets like haunted by aliens, but they're trying to figure out. They don't know it's aliens kind of doing all these crazy things to them and to their house and all these happenings. And Was there, was there one of them abducted or it's just a full-on alien assault? Like they, none of them were abducted. Um, I, it's unclear if they were abducted, but like there's time there's time that's missing in their in their life like something happens at like nine o'clock and they won't wake up until three and they lost the time so it's not like they're actually abducted they just stay where they are it's just they have a time loss yeah yeah and then um actually they do some like um it's hard to explain without spoiling stuff so i'm just gonna say like if, if you're into like that alien stuff abduction weird science things paranormal stuff then i, I would recommend seeing it mm-hmm. what did Plus, what did you watch it on did you rent it or it's, library it was on, uh, netflix netflix okay 
and uh, Carrie Russell's in it. I got a, I got a crush on Carrie Russell now. <laughs> I should start watching the Americans. I heard it's really good. I know. Um, what, and the I Americans also... or the the Americans? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with the one on what? What channel is that on? Is that FX? F- FX. Yeah. Not two um, X is just one. Yeah, just one. Not the bad FX. <laughs> um, and then on the way home. On my flight from Texas, each of the back of the seats had your own TV and own personal uh, like movies and television shows and music that was free of charge. So, and they had a bunch of movies that were in theaters or just came out of theaters. You got business class t- uh, tickets, didn't you? I I know because everyone had it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched Captain America: Civil War. That movie is awesome. Yeah, you got you got to watch it on something different than the back of a headrest. I was gonna but, say, no. did you did you have like a nice pair of headphones or something? Hopefully, I had my Apple headphones. I mean, it was fine. I had no problems. I mean, besides that guy's hairy arm rubbing on my arms, just his hair, not his arm, his hair. <laughs> Disgusting. Yum. But that movie was awesome. Yeah, no, it was good. Uh, now, what side do you think you would have been on? I was thinking at first. I was like, oh, of course, I'm gonna go on Black Panther's side. And because it's Black Panther, because Black Panther's awesome. Yeah. He's super fast and just, first of all, the guy inside the suit jumps down from nine stories and lands on his feet. Is he superhuman or is he just regular? He's just regular. I think, I think he's regular. He's just very highly trained. And that yeah, nine stories. Like... Go figure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, highly trained, runs about 90 miles an hour. That's I don't it. Get it. Yeah. Uh, it's augmented. But he wasn't in a suit when he jumped down from like three stories. Uh, he might have had something underneath it because they've been working on vibranium. Uh, hey, he had, think, he had Dr. Scholl's in the suit, okay? Yeah, it was so vibranium, right? Cushioned his fall. Yeah, I think his suit's made of vibranium. But yeah, I, I would be on the Iron Man, Black Panther side. And then when they lost, I was like, oh, go another side. <laughs> Jekyll. <laughs> I didn't think Ant-Man could grow, could grow like that. No, I, I love that part. He's, he he's funny as hell. Yeah. yeah, he is. At the end, he's like, anyone got any orange slices? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't get it. Well, his, anytime you blood, like... his sugar was low from his blood sugar. Yeah, like when you oh. used to play sports and stuff and somebody would so always When you play soccer, stuff. you'd have orange slices at halftime. Yeah. I, never, I never did that because I was always hydrated and I was a supreme athlete then. Oh, that's right. Mm. That's right. Now I'm just a fat slob. Well, I was going to say that supreme athlete turned into a Brokeback Mountain situation, didn't it? What you watch, Calc? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we watched uh, Ghostbusters, the new one, and uh, with uh, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy and my um, other girl crush, McKinnon. McKinnon, Kate McKinnon, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we really like it. It was funny. Uh, we bought it. We waited specifically for it to come out. Um, we bought it, and we've watched it. Well, my son and I have watched it twice. Uh, at the end of the first time through, even my wife was like, this was actually really good. She said she didn't understand all the hate that I got. Mm-hmm. Load a couch account? Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> Had to do it. But, yeah. but uh, no, I highly recommend it. If you get the chance, watch it. It's It's got a little... Was it know, more tr- comedy than funny? Or yeah. was it more comedy than serious? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it had a lot more funny stuff in it than... Was it more Martian or more Interstellar? Mm, more Martian. So it's more funny, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it had little tributes here and there. It kind of was like a mix of all the Ghostbuster movies. It wasn't like scene for scene or shot for shot, like the first one. See, now I was worried it was just going to be bad because it didn't have Rick Moranis in it. No, no, but I'm not giving any spoilers of anything, so you guys, you know, just check it, check oh, it Rick out. Rick Moranis is in it. <laughs> 
Uh, I didn't watch anything, so let's get right into just the talk of... Uh, it's been announced that Sherlock Holmes and Snatch director Guy Ritchie is being lined up to make Aladdin. It's already going to be awesome. Uh, the new film has a script from John August, uh, who has plenty of experience uh, penning su- successful fantasy adaptations, having written the likes of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Big Fish, and The Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Now, two questions for you. Have you guys ever seen the Sherlock Holmes by Guy Ritchie? Uh, that's yes. that's the one with the, yeah, with, um, what's his name? Iron Man. Yeah, yeah I saw name? the first one, yeah. I yeah, they're really think. good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Um, and also, did you see per- uh, Prince of Persia with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? No, I didn't yes. see that. that you that did? How <laughs> it was? <laughs> it was or wasn't? No, no, it was good. It was like good entertainment. It wasn't like, oh my god, this thing needs an Oscar. Right. I don't think Kelk n- like never disliked the movie yet. I don't think. No, your your choice there with that trippy detective definitely sucked. Which one? Oh, inherent, but yeah, yeah that did suck. <laughs> right. You, you okay. got to remember, if I say a movie's good, is it good entertainment? Yes. Is it? Is it like Interstellar and Schindler's List? No. I mean, those are on a whole different level. It, but it was it was Celtic Fox, Celt, uh, Rotten Tomato approved. Yeah, it was Aaron like you know movie. how many how many tomatoes would you give it? What's that? Which one? <laughs> Prince of Persia? Yeah. It was like a 70%, you know, 75%. <laughs> Seven squash tomatoes. All right, uh, TV talk. Um, Calc, what'd you watch? Oh, boy, I've seen it all this week. Um, unlike you guys who refuse to mm-hmm. keep up, I watched Westworld. It's a pact. <laughs> uh, best show on TV right now. Um, no watched, way. Yeah, the Exorcist. Is it Ameri- American Horror Story and Timeless. Uh, Exorcist is, uh, is good. It's actually really good. Uh, you were like sketchy on the first episode. I was sketchy on the first, the second episode, halfway through. I was like, I don't think I'm going to watch any more of this. And all of a sudden, it just it hooked me at the end of the second one. And the third one was good. Um, so, yeah, I recommend checking them out. The, the first one, like I said, was good. But then the beginning of the second's not that good. But just give it time. American Horror Story and Timeless. Timeless is that new series with the... Uh, yeah, they go back in time. The guys they go back in time. Change history. Yeah, they, Exactly. I watched that with my son. He loved it. The uh, the main character is supposed to be a historian. Yeah, she's a renowned historian. There's a military guy, and then there's and then uh, token black guy. Yeah. Oh, isn't the, the one uh, Hobbit in it too? Oh, what's his no. name? The one that had like Moynihan, the guy who was in Quantum Break. No, that's a different yes. show. Oh, is it? No, I, I thought it was him, and um. He was also, he had that, like, Don- extreme adventure kind of food. Um, yeah, yeah. It's Dominic Moynihan. Yeah. Moynihan. He's in nah, it, too, right? If he is, he wasn't in the episode I watched. <laughs> okay. I thought they I saw him in the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Pidge, what'd you watch? I watched uh, some more Wayward Pines. Okay. I watched uh, some Shark Tank. I don't know why. I just love that show. I just love how, like. Well, you're always I, on I, trying to create something that you can sell to the public and make lots of money. Yeah, like reusable tampons, you know, but <laughs> I've got to work out the health benefits of it. Now, well, now you got to get into like maybe edible ones or something like that. Something like you know, that won't hurt the environment. <laughs> yeah, it's cherry flavored, right? <laughs> Stop. Um, Good for the then, sea life. Yeah. <laughs> Biodegradable barley wine from whatever. Uh, I also watched Luke Cage. I watched the first five episodes. Okay. And? Wow. That show is awesome. Uh, much so better is than it, Jessica is it like, Jones? I was going to say, is it Marvel's spin on Empire? I, 
it you know what it reminds me of? I have <laughs> Marvel Spider-Man. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is. Uh, how can I say this politely? Uh, I don't understand everything. It's more for the black audience. Is that racist to say? Probably. I don't know. Of course it is. Well, that, you that's said what it. I meant by Empire. Like Empire is very heavily like that scene, you know? And yeah, it's um that scene. it's interesting. It's more like um, it's like you know you know who Jackie Robinson is. Like he, you know, we gotta look out after him because he's the one that paved the way for all of us and. It's more like that, like more of a Black Lives Matter type of thing. Oh, jeez. But either way, that show's awesome. The soundtrack for it is amazing. It's got, uh, it's got the, the jazz, kind of like jazz hip-hop mm-hmm. yeah. thing going I on. Love, I was going to say they kind of jazz. threw you with the, um, the commercial for it, too, right? With uh, some Wu-Tang or Old Dirty Bastard? Yeah, Old yeah. Dirty Bastard. They and got then, some uh, Louis Armstrong in there? No, it's not. It's I think it's his own jazz music, but that they add their own like hip hop spin to it. Okay. It's like two two producers that made like a bunch of records for a bunch of uh, hip hop artists that came that collaborated. I, I did see the part of the first episode. It was pretty cool when there he's in the uh, barber shop sweeping hair. Yeah, it, and the, the guy first, gets mouthy with him. He's like, "What yeah. are you gonna do?" <laughs> yeah, the first he's like, "I'm gonna." get my hair cut man come on <laughs> so it's like something like that but the first two episodes kind of like lead up to it and then by the third and fourth like, like everybody knows it's wow luke cage is indestructible mm. but it is really it, it reminds me of uh like the like a daredevil tone okay okay but not, that not darkness to it not yeah but not as dark it's okay. not as dark as the daredevil tone but it's like directed and kind of like how it, how it was filmed the same as Daredevil, but it's not as dark. Okay. Myself, I watched uh, Luther. I had watched it previously. Uh, some, I think there was some Edris new releases Alba. and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really good. I I I I'm, I like it a whole lot. I was gonna say you're really digging that show, aren't you? <laughs> it's um, it's just it's it is kind of dark. Uh, there's a lot of it. it might not be for everybody because there's a lot of home, home invasion. Or... No, I think they're thought up. Okay, so it's kind of like a Black Mirror type thing. Uh, no, because he is like a, um, it, it's always him, always the same time. It's kind of a police drama. Yeah, what I'm saying, but it's like thought up scenarios, like crazy far-fetched scenarios. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how far-fetched they are. It's just disturbing. There's okay. a lot of home invasion, um, and a lot of, uh, kidnapping type of things. Did oh, you ever of... see the show on Fox, uh, a while back, The Following, with Kevin Bacon? Uh, I saw no. the, uh, yeah, I saw, uh, advertisement and stuff, but I never actually watched Okay, that was that was like you know copycat. It's off the air now, right? It is off the air, but that I was think like it's on really, Netflix. Yeah, really violent, grotesque killings too. Okay, uh, I also watched uh, The Office. I started back at season one, so I'm kind of early into that again. Steve Carell. Yeah. Oh my God. It's sometimes it's just like you want to cover your face because of how just horrible bad Ugly you feel. He is. <laughs> yeah. Just wow. yeah. Exactly. You and then it's I've like been me watching. Working a bowler with you again. <laughs> yeah. And then I've been watching uh, Food Network Halloween specials. Uh, like it's the, crazy some of the stuff they can do. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, some of the things that just like they make, you know, glasses and plates and everything else out of sugar. It's pretty crazy. Hmm. All right, documents reveal Stranger Things really freaked out the Department of Energy, or the DOE. Now, the DOE claims that it doesn't explore parallel universes Water. and overall tried to play down its newfound reputation as ground zero for shady science. Free Beacon writer uh, Lachlan Marquet 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 uh, requested internal communications from Marquet. the 
<laughs> from the DOE's public affairs office for any correspondence uh, related to Stranger Things. Marquez has a lot to come through, uh, but has been tweeting some of his findings. Uh, first among these, we've been lied to. The DOE is absolutely helping support research into parallel worlds. That's crazy. That's scary, dude. Stranger still is Marquez has since deleted only that tweet. Uh-oh, Cal conspiracy. <laughs> absolutely. Uh... Yeah, this is some Half-Life shit right here. Um, <laughs> but do you think if uh, Hillary was elected, she'll release all the UFO findings in the parallel universes? <laughs> nah, at this point, at this yeah. point, we're just going to rely on WikiLeaks to bring it all to light. So, how do they? How do they, How does WikiLeaks keep getting information? Hackers, okay. man. It's it's like a hacker yeah, dumping. I ground. thought I thought the WikiLeaks originally was like a one time in, and they got all this information, but they're still continually getting information from it. Yeah, they're almost like a, they're, you know, they're like an a, inside job or something. No, they're like this digital, I guess, newspaper. Well, the you know, thing I like, thought was weird is I thought most or a lot of the government for its secret stuff worked on a completely separate internet. The yeah, I don't the the dark net, the yeah. subnet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's that's where all the hackers dwell. Calc, how do you get to the dark net? <laughs> it's funny a guy I work with we were actually talking about the dark net a couple couple days ago jeez <laughs> oh, you better born on the dark net <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stuff that up blow your mind oh, <laughs> Nickelodeon's going to air Double Dare's 30th anniversary special on November 23rd I'm recording it don't worry yeah. Pigeon Peg Lake's going to be hosting I mean Mark Summers is going to be hosting <laughs> yeah, it's I'm going to DVR this thing you don't you have know? DVR yeah I do now, is it just going to be a one-time thing? Well, 30th I anniversary I, special, I think so, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, it was a year-long show, wasn't it? Before I would say maybe at least a, season? a couple episodes. How, how, well, how long was the original? Was I it just it was one a, season? No, no, no. no. A couple seasons. Right, but then, I'm saying but it was a full season, so a 30th anniversary should do a full season, no? I think so. Yeah. Man, but I there, always dreamt of going down that slide into that, the green shit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> My brother and I watched, we're like, oh my gosh, we, we could do this, no problem. Play us the flag, shove it down your pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Easy, go down the slide with the teeth and the tongue. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, dive through the mouth. Yep, <laughs> yeah. yeah, easy stuff. No problem. Well, there was something. All right, uh, beer. Calc, why don't you lead us off, yeah or nay? Uh, I'm going to say yay. Um, again, I'm not a huge fan of like IPAs and you know three-time dry hop stuff, it's real not bitter an IPA, stuff. It's a lager, I thought you said. Yeah, it's an IP- IPL, uh, India Pale Lager. Ooh. Ooh. But uh, no, it's it actually smooths out once you get the palate going for it. Once your tongues burn from bitterness? Yeah. Yeah, it's 80 IBUs, man. Um, That's it? it? Yeah, it settles in. I, I would recommend it. If you're up in uh, Massachusetts, give it a shot. And what kind of food goes with those IBUs? Um, this is like a, uh, don't say steak. No, give me seafood. This is like a, what is like it? Uh, fish taco? Co- like co- cocktails? Shrimp no, cocktails? give me, give me like, uh, like clams and mussels and some, you know, like the whole seafood stew in the pot. Clam Clams, bake. mussels, clam bake. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. Clam bake. That's <laughs> different from a seafood stew. Hmm. How about you, Pitch? Soft pretzels, because I have some for tonight. Okay. They go with your uh, barley wine? Earl? Goes Ale. with anything. Anything yeah. beer. You got the Woblers mustard? 
I do. I have the hot and spicy and the sweet and spicy. You mix them up or you do them separate? I just do the sweet and spicy. The hot and spicy is pretty hot. Okay. Is it as hot as that, um, what was it, that Mexican uh, little drip sauce that you bought the one time that was supposed to be like a candy? <laughs> that my wife brought home? Yeah. Um, Wasn't that spicy? I think, I think it, well, I don't remember that, how spicy it was. That was like one of the first, uh, first, second, or third like episodes that we did. I know, but I don't remember how spicy that <laughs> that candy was. But anyway, it probably probably is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm a yay as well as River Horse, uh, the triple horses. Uh, it's, it's tasty. It really is. All right, uh, let's get another, and uh, we'll be back with let's talk games. For more from the Loda Couch, check us out on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you like me and would like to follow me on Twitter at Pigeon Pegleg, and also on Twitch, Pigeon Pegleg. Pigeon Pegleg. Hey, this is Scott Chound. If you want to hear more from me, you can check me out on Twitter at ScottChound underscore LC or on Twitch at ScottChound. All right, we're back with Let's. Let's. Talk. Games. Talk. Games. Games. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys this time. Jeez. Yeah, we're all out of rhythm. <laughs> Um, see, see what happens when you come back, Pigeon. Yeah. See, it's, it's, t- it's a time difference, dude. I'm sorry. Said <laughs> <Instead of> jet lag. <laughs> Calc, what are you drinking? Drinking. Uh, I wish you guys could see the label on this one. So this one. Take a picture the... and send it to us. We have smartphones now. Oh, that's right. Weird. Mm. <laughs> chocolate sombrero. Ch- chocolate. Mexican style chocolate stout. It's made by Clown Shoes Beers. <laughs> nice um, <laughs> it's an ale brewed with natural flavors and uh lots of what is it uh chocolate and chilo chilies cinnamon vanilla uh wait nine a minute nine percent alcohol by volume sounds and like it'll these, put a smile on your face yeah, it's actually pretty good stuff wait a minute these are the guys that are doing those clown stunts down in the south yeah marketing branding yeah smart evil <laughs> clowns now my dad picked this up for me uh they're they're out of Ipswich, Massachusetts. Makes if they don't think... make good sandwiches there, then the place sucks. Yeah, I'm thinking Chipwich, but uh, Ipswich. <laughs> oh, you heard it. Food pairing's going to be chips or some kind of witch. Yeah, Chipwich. <laughs> <laughs> Pidge, what are you drinking? I am drinking the Lost and Found from the Lost Abbey. And the reason why I picked it up, because one, it's a duple, and mm. two, it's with raisins. Oh, geez. Okay, best both worlds for you. Yeah, it's from California. California. Brown, it's 8% alcohol. It's a yay. Nice. I've got the Berliner Weiss again from Victory, uh, Victory Brewing. I think, am I the only one who's cleaning out the fridge? Or are you guys doing it as well? I'm cleaning no. out the fridge. I had the I'll, two I'm beers that I had it. last night too. Okay. Um, From Victory Brewing, it's a Weiss. It's their Blackboard Series Weiss. And uh, it's from Downingtown PA. It's golden, 5.2% alcohol. I'm only saying Dude. golden, but it's in a bottle, so... Not yeah, it is. Man. It's it is golden. I had this down the uh, down in Texas with my cousin. And it is mega tart, isn't it? Uh, I don't know about tart. Although maybe maybe wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe it's a different one that I had. Then the one I had was like I could not drink it. It was so sour. Oh yeah, no, it is definitely tart. Yeah, it's definitely. It's with the uh, elderflower. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's too tart. I I could. I I mean, I drank it. Of course, it's beer, but you know, it was hard. It was hard to put music. down. It was hard to put down. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, gaming. Pidge, uh, what did you play while on vacation? I before I went, I played some Destiny: Rise of Iron. Okay. Um, 
and then while on vacation, I restarted The Last of Us Remastered. Mm-hmm. I got further than I was before, which okay. I'm I'm happy about. That game's a little frustrating. Yeah, all I want to all I want to do is just punch the clickers in the face. I know I, that's and my problem can't. with playing it is it's like there's I like sneaking through games, but this is like sneaking the whole time. Yeah, and I'm I like I throw a brick and I want to throw it like near him so I can get around him, and then it accidentally hits him, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you got to hide again. Yeah, then I have to use my like my shivs that I that I uh, oh, yeah that I craft, and yep. then I lose it. I'm like, oh man. What's a uh, what, what's another game that that reminds you of? Like, what is it? Pl- I mean, I know it's third person. It reminds is me it, of a. Mix is it between... like a cover shooter or no? Mm-mm. No. It reminds I mean, me of like what's that uh, live world one that you had me buy with the zombies and stuff? Uh, uh, State of Decay. Okay, it reminds me of a mix between State of Decay and then um what the was this? No, the Tom Clancy one with the the, the night vision guy that's by himself. Uh, Ghost Recon. Ghost, uh, Ghost Recon. No, Splinter, Splinter Cell. Cell. Yeah, Splinter Cell. It's like a mix between those two. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, I, I would. Say that's a pretty good. But I mean, it's it's a really good game. It's a really engaging story. I have oh, to yeah. get a little further. That's the problem too, because you get connected with the characters. Yeah, I I had to get further in. Like I said, I got a little past further than what I had initially. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the game, but like you said, some of the stealth move, some of the stealth, it's just too much stealth. Right. I just want, you know, I'm going to punch people in the face. I like, I like how you have to be so stealthy, but then, like, your followers are, like, right next to the clickers trying to catch oh my back gosh. up to you. <laughs> like, <laughs> they run past you, and then they bump into the guy, and then they come back, and the guy doesn't even move. I know. It's such a... it's like, so is, is this the video game version of I Am Legend? Um, like, with yeah. Will Smith, how he was, like, always laying low and trying not to be seen? Yeah, I guess kind so, but, I mean, there are some shooting elements to it and stuff. Mm. I mean, it's. I would say if you have a PS4, or PS3, you would. I would play this game because it's a first-party game. Uh, I also played Minecraft on the PS4 for like 20 minutes just to kill some time. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna take it that you um, purchased Minecraft on every available console, yes, computer, yes. everything else. Okay. Yes, I did, and I have it on the Wii U with the Super Mario Brothers skins. And I'm assuming oh my that God, you have it on so lab, awesome. on some kind of. Uh, what the no, I do not tablet. have the pocket edition. No, no, she wants it, but the screen's too small. It's just way too small. <laughs> okay, I don't what about have a tablet. Oh, How okay. does it play on the PS4 controller versus the Xbox that you're used to? It's it's the same. It's just, the orientation of the buttons are a little off kilted. It's just the same. Okay. And then I played Super Mega Baseball last night for a little bit. Man, that is fun. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to get real tired after like seven or eight games in. But oh. Crank the difficulty up too. Like once you learn, no, the, I like um... winning by like thirteen to two. <laughs> once I shut when... out games, and once I, once I get a shutouts in like five straight games, then I'll crank it up. Okay, yeah. Did you do the manual control for the pitching, or just? No, of course not. Who does that? <laughs> Come on, I like to have fun. Right, Coach, what'd you play? Out. Um, I sorry, I had a cough there. Go. I had a mute. Yeah, I'm here. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, so I played some Destiny Rise of Iron. I picked that up after uh, some persuasion from pretty much everybody I know. Caucasian has persuasion. <laughs> um, I like it. I played the first three missions. I like the whole augmented uh, AI fallen. Have you guys unlocked the Plague Land yet? Like where you could do the um, uh, bounties? Not bounties, but the... Uh, patrols? Yeah, patrols. 
Yeah, that's the mission I think that is next for me is the Badlands or Plague Lands, whatever you call it. All right, let's do it. Um, I played some Forza Horizons 2 with Scotchy. We nice. uh, went, to, went to Storm Island. So you guys and, got some Chivos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's really good. I think you're going to have a blast with Horizons 3. You know, it's funny um, playing that. No, or Go ahead. No, I'll let you finish before I even get into that. No, no, no go, ahead. go ahead. Okay, I was going to say, I've, I've been watching um, Spam Fish uh, from Twitch play a lot Your of... Your boyfriend. Yeah, Horizons 3. <laughs> and I actually want to say that I think 2 might be a better game. No. Just because it has the option of doing, like, all of the road work and then, you know, on the main, uh, you know, like, the main map. But then you can go to Storm Island and do almost, I don't want to say exclusive, but almost exclusive rally type of driving. Where they yeah, kind of intermixed it came, on 3. Horizon 3 just came out. I mean, they couldn't yeah, have was, DLCs with that. <clears throat> right. Of course, but I mean they're intermixing rally with street on Forza Horizons three right on the same map. Yeah, well, that's true. They're yeah, it's hard to say, but I mean it looks like it's everything two had just more polished. Oh yeah, of course. But I'm saying being able to split out Storm Island and just be like I don't want to say 100 percent exclusive rally, even though it seems like it mostly is. Mm-hmm. It um you don't have to worry about you know. On Forza Horizons 3, it seems like, okay, I have myself like a Lamborghini, which isn't going to be good whatsoever driving through the woods. I mean, it is to an extent. I'm awesome with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But again, I am am liking the, once we got to Storm Island, for some reason, I was always in the mindset of, I'm going to have to go to Storm Island and play just with the super trucks. But once we... Once we got our cars and started making them rally versions, I mean, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever play Burnout Paradise? Yes. No. Uh, did you, did not you get Paradise? I did the other one. Okay, Burnout. so there was, there was a DLC. It just reminded me of when you guys talked about the Rally Island. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of uh, the DLC that they had. It was I forget what island it was called, but it was kind of like the same thing. It was different cars and different type of driving. Okay. So it kind of just reminded me of that. And uh, myself, I played um, some more Recore. I got back into that and playing. I think I have uh, red and blue now. Ooh. Did, I, you, did you get to the, the one cave or dungeon with the floating platforms and you got to do the speed run to unlock really? all the doors? Mm, yeah, I didn't do the speed run, though. I just did the, the slow. And so all the doors weren't unlocked when I got to it. It was uh, two okay. of them at the top were locked still. I think, but, he, yes, I think, I the, think the point of that point of those dungeons is to go back and do it again. That's what I was thinking once you have different frames and stuff like that. Yeah, because I've, I've been trying to some... parkour a lot of the things that look like, okay, I shouldn't be able to get up there normally. Mm-hmm. And I am able to. Like, I'll find, like, little uh, glitch areas where you can kind of get stuck on the side of the mountain and then jump again, double jump again. Yeah, right. yeah and it's got the radiation <laughs> level, like, really high up. Right, but I that can then jump over to a place that might have been, like, out of reach previously without, like... The one climbing frame, which looks like maybe a spider, which you should be able to get up there later on. Yeah. Just trying to get some of the collectibles and stuff like that. So I've, been, I've just been doing a lot of that. But all in all, it's a really good game. Yeah, I no, it is. I, I, don't, I don't think it should have gotten some of the four out of tens that people gave it. I'm still a little confused with... Um, I'm getting a little bit better at re- uh, what's that? retracting the cores from the enemy frames. Yeah, mm-hmm. I still don't understand. It's yeah, it, it's confusing. Because sometimes it's like you just you do it and all, it automatically pulls the core out, and other times you have right. to fight them for a while. No, no, that's that. Well, what that's, I see, 
there's the thing that says if you there's something that pops over their head now, mm-hmm. and if you do it, it extracts the core immediately, right. regardless of where their health is. I guess it's just like a, a by chance. And then also, if your cord turns red, you got to let go and give it some more tension. Yeah, there's let, let there's, the there's colors on the cables, like Pigeon said. There's but red, then yeah. also on the health meter of the enemies, there's a little white line. That's there. And, yeah. And once your their health meter passes that white line, that means the core is extractable. Right. But again, I, I thought maybe I just wasn't paying attention in the very beginning, but I don't think they give enough info yeah, as to with yes. the thumbstick motion what you're supposed to do to fight it, the core or the core out of the frame it pops up while you're doing it and it <clears throat> right. and it goes away just as quick yeah no yeah. i know I, I mean i know that line was there and stuff like that it's just sometimes like i'm fighting it and at first when i was trying to figure it out i'm like okay do i depress the thumbstick i'm like it's do red. i pull so it back pull right it. when i go to get the frame the core or do i wait until i've got a hold and then pull back it was just and you, I'm getting you better did you that. figure out how you get the instant core? The instant core is you have to do a ten combo. That's what the little markers are above your character, uh, above your pet. Okay, no, I didn't know that. No, yeah, I, if you if you do ten combos <clears throat> yep. and get that kill, it's an instant core pull. Okay, and it I didn't gives know that. you yeah. In the hint screen, it says save your instant core pulls for the harder enemies because. But the problem is you can't choose when to use it or not. That's the it only goes away after a little bit. No, it stays there, but the minute you do a, a pull, whether it's an enemy or not, it's an instant pull. Okay. So you can't choose, like, hey, I want to use my instant pull now or not. But I also notice there's sometimes when you're shooting them that they'll go into, like, a um, kind of like a submissive position where they'll, like, stand up on their legs or something like that and kind of make the core a little bit more accessible. Mm-hmm. And then it's, you know, if you don't get the pull right then, then they kind of go back down into the regular attack position on all fours. I think and it's they, just an animation. Right, and do, I didn't know if it was, like, easier your, to pull then or not. Do you guys use your frames a lot to do? Like, my yeah, dog's upgraded them. a lot to charge. And what yeah. you do is you, you charge, and he hits them up in the air, and that usually counts as two or three hits. And then you shoot them, and you get the four, five, or six, and that's how you, you work your way up to a ten-hit combo. I didn't see you get the achievement for 20-hit combo yet, though. Come Ooh. On. <laughs> anyway, uh, just, so yeah, I played some recording. Real quick before we to, to Sony news, yep. I read an article where it says like the seven like bad things that Xbox One has, and one of them was Recore. I'm like, what? Like Recore is yeah. a re- it's a good game. It's not a really good game, but it's a good game. Mm. It's it's a solid seven and a half. I mean, it's yeah, a, it's a decent game. Yeah, I mean, especially for the uh, decreased price range. I was gonna say yeah, for, at forty bucks, it might make it an eight out of ten. You right? Know? Yeah. Yeah, you guys are saying that because you didn't buy it. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, Sony News. Mouse and keyboard come into PlayStation. Uh, the TAC Pro's mechanical keyboard and mouse bring PC-style controls to PS4 and PS3 systems. I just... I went... When I was down in Texas, my, my cousin is uh, strictly just a PC gamer. He has like a, like a $2,500 rig mm-hmm. that's just like insane. And he was playing XCOM 1. <laughs> and uh, XCOM I, is a lot of fun. It's a good yeah. Game. He he likes it a lot. Regardless, he he plays Steam. He plays his games. Yada yada yada. But my point is, I just I saw the picture that you attached to the notes here. I can't I can't use a keyboard to move. Like I don't know if maybe it's just my muscle memory for a controller. I need something in my hands instead of laying it out flat. But it is just too difficult for me to understand. Uh, yeah, you are a semi. I think. Yeah, it's 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 pretty easy if you you know have done it for a long time. Yeah, 
I need a control. Uh, and this, uh, you, Kelk, I think, posted a link in here, too. It shows. Now, I'm going to assume you're wearing one of these on one hand, and it's just your... Well, what, I don't. Do you you, say I wouldn't say you're keys? so basically. It's laying yeah, flat, right? Yeah, it's laying flat on a tabletop. You're not wearing it, so it's it's basically your. Hey, Kelk's shit. I was thinking Scott's if you stretch to it to your block. wrist and stuff. That's what I was thinking. It looks like you could be standing up because if you're wearing VR and stuff, you know, you're moving around with this like keyboard, like mini keyboard, strapped to your fingers and stuff, or strapped Scott's to your. like getting arrested and putting it on the wall there, <laughs> and spreading his legs and playing. Yeah, for people listening, it's basically like a half keyboard. It's like your QWERTY keys, not not even the QWERTYs. It's like quirkies. Yeah, and it, but it's got your AWSD and, you know, your your it kind of has like some buttons on it's the right hand side. four cross and four down. Yeah. And then it's yep. got your tab shift control. Well, it's things it's, on the on the side for the thumb. <clears throat> it's modified for the PS4. It has your square, your your plus, your X or cross, whatever you want to call it, circle. I, th- I think we're going to see something very similar. Um Maybe probably first party manufactured by Microsoft for the Xbox also because mm, I think bomb. they're going to come yeah. out with it during Halo Wars too. <laughs> Xbox News and Sony News. Xbox going to give them to Microsoft News. Phil Spencer. Now you can talk about your. Yeah, there you go. First party. <laughs> Phil Spencer said that Microsoft Game Studios development houses, there's two of them, I guess, will work together on certain projects, but not at the scale of Ubisoft and the Assassin's Creed franchise or. EA using DICE's Frostbite engine for more and more titles. Yeah, so I think the only thing so far that they use is, I think Kel touched on it a, maybe about a month ago with Sea of Thieves, like the water physics from Forza Horizon 3 and Sea of Thieves use the same tech. So I think okay. that's what he's going for. I th- think like Rare, uh, who else? 343, uh, Turn 10, Playground, all the, the major players in the first party games, I think they're all going to use kind of like the same tech maybe to get the games out sooner. Okay. Yeah, like some kind of like a cro- you know, cross collaboration with the studios just Yeah. I mean, they're all going to use their same same engines. I mean, they're all going to use their, you know, their own in-house engines, but maybe some of the code is going to be written where it can be shared with other I don't It's I I see what they're going for and it's good because it allows for like a faster thread, you know, like when you're pr- making the game and stuff like that. Plus, 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 people can also optimize. I mean, people have experience already optimizing that that engine and those physics and stuff for their game. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's a cool idea. Hmm. Yeah, logistically, I don't know how it works. That's why I don't work there. Right. <laughs> uh, a remastered version of Xbox Classic Voodoo Vince is on the way t- for Xbox One and PC. Uh, it was released for the original Xbox in 2003. Never became backwards compatible because of a convoluted custom code, I guess, on the original engine. Um, <clears throat> Pidgey, looking forward to this? Did you play the original? I I never had an Xbox original. I had a uh, PS2 and a GameCube. Oh, you were a PS guy back then, huh? Oh, you never had the Duke, the big controller? No, the thing was the size of a jet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was big. It's huge. I, Still comfy, my, uh, though. My college roommate had one, and the like the Xbox like symbol in the middle of it was like twice the size of a controller. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Still comfy though. <laughs> it was a comfortable PS2, controller. PS2 controller was a lot comfier. <laughs> um, the game actually the Wave Bird for the GameCube was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I never played this, but is this like a Banjo Kazooie? I'm assuming. Yes, it's a it's a 3D platformer. Oh my god, I love 3D platformers. Yeah, it's. It's actually Phil Spencer's, like, one of his favorite games. So I think he had a little something to do with this. Why, you guys, is what you chat about at the barbecues? 
Yeah, yeah, we'll have a couple beers over it. We chit you, you and the herbs? Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, what is Voodoo Vince? <laughs> he's no. basically, he's like a, um, a, voodoo like a, doll. a voodoo doll. He looks similar to that, like, little sack boy from Little Big Planet. Okay. Right. And uh, you just bounce around like 3D platforming, you know, just like ReCore and Banjo-Kazooie. Um, hop around, but it's yeah, set in kind of... Or... I, I don't, he does like a spin and it has to do with a lot of the like um, French quarters, you know, New Orleans type of setting, the, vo- okay. the whole voodoo thing. Sure. Well, right. it's uh, based off of what um, ethnicity? The, um... Creole? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Creole. Yeah. I learned that in French class. Good job, bud. Cool. All right. Nintendo news. Sorry, Calc. I thought you were going further with that. You kind of cut off and... No, no, yeah, no. I was just gonna say I'm. Lo- I'll look forward to it. I guess it depends on how much the price is. If it's sixty bucks, no dice. Maybe well, like that, thirty or something. Well, that and a good point is there's really not many 3D platformers out there for Xbox. So this mm. is probably a, a, a really good thing. Galilee. <laughs> Nintendo news. Uh, how old is Mario? Who the hell knows? Guck? Pidge? I, I say know. he's probably now about like sixty-five. <laughs> he must use he must use uh just for men <laughs> i was gonna say he's got the comb in color nice yeah <laughs> a recently uncovered interview with uh shigeru miyamoto reveals nice. mario's age i think this Do is it a in qu- a japanese accent <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh i think if oh, no, boy. <laughs> this is a quote i think it was a uh fortuitous Fortuitous. Fortuitous. There we go. Uh, I think it was fortuitous that we didn't put any restrictions on Mario as a character, says Miyamoto, uh, in an interview that was first published by Nintendo of Japan back 2005. Quote, 11 years ago. 2005 is 11 years ago. Holy crap. Aside from the fact uh, that he's about 25, 24 to 25 years old, we didn't define anything else. End quote. So he's 36. Well... Uh, so he's younger now, than you guys. <laughs> okay, there's okay. So yeah, so they're they're stating what his age is in the games. Now is he ageless? Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. That he so just doesn't he, he's not twenty four, twenty five in two thousand five during the interview. I mean, yeah, Mario. No, Mario, he, the character. Yeah, yeah he he was twenty four, twenty five when he was originally created. Well, that's so. what I'm saying. Is he ageless? Maybe he just doesn't age at all. It's just the same character over and over and over again. Nah, he uses. Oh, wait hair, a minute. Hair so, he, so it's a thirty-year anniversary. So he's. Hey, I'm almost right. He's fifty-five. He's fifty-five. Hmm. What? Fifty-five. But no, it's. I'm. I'm thinking he's ageless. I'm thinking it's just. It's a character that was created. He's at age twenty-five. He'll always be at age twenty-five, and it's just yeah. kind of uh, ageless I think type of everybody, thing. Everybody, dude. How cool would it be if the new NX comes out with a. Uh, an updated Mario who's like old as hell. He's gray and everything, and it introduces yeah. his son. Not even introducing his son, he's just, he's still <laughs> hardcore. Gears of Mario. Hey. <laughs> nice, there you go. His son comes in, a Papa, yeah. to be a Mario. Mario Junior. Jeez. That's awesome. So he's about 55 right about now. Okay. Right? There you go. If, if Nintendo's listening, we want a gray and bearded Mario. But every yeah, but everybody wants to put timelines on everything. Yeah, like, yeah. Of course. It's a game. You know, it's not reality. Just right. let it go. Well, I think that's all the Nintendo IP. They don't age. I mean, look at uh, you know. Yeah, how old's Yoshi? He's a he's a Link. dinosaur Terrarius Maximus or something. It's like a weird name for him. 
Speaking of Zelda, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild has a lot riding on its success, and failure of this game could begin a disastrous trend for the Wii U, NX, and Nintendo's entire console business. You think that could happen? I I don't think so, but I have I haven't played a Zelda game that wasn't amazing. I was going to say I don't think it's even remotely possible for this thing as Nintendo is like has its own rating system almost. I mean this thing can't do bad, I don't think. I mean mm. it, granted, E3 awards mean nothing, but it did win like 80 E3 awards. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Just from pretty much like an alpha demo, too. Yeah, pretty much from like just like trailer. But is it winning it from a point of being a good game or from the point of the nostalgia of the Nintendo but players? There's, there's, there's so much that, that is so new to that game. There's that, the, the climbing mechanic. There's, it's unlockable from the beginning. You can go anywhere, just like the original Zelda. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, there's you're crafting, right, though. It's new, it's new to that game. But it's yeah. not new to the genre, you know. It's no, it's not new to like, the genre. But like they create, like you said, they create their own set of rules. For yeah, their they're own in their own their own bubble. I mean, the Nintendo. Well, for their first party games, yes. But yep. I don't know. Over under nine and a half for this game. Mm, I'd say just under, like a nine three. I say over. It's going to be an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll it'll be one of those like nine point eight, you know. I think be... it's one of those things that Kelk's gonna buy for his son for Christmas. Ooh, for the yeah. I mean for the Santa Claus will bring it. Yeah. yeah, and not get played just like the Wii U sitting here. Hey, hey, that's part on you too. Yeah. You should be playing some of that Kelk. Expand yeah. your horizons. I should be doing that too. <laughs> Multiplatform news. The most popular games on YouTube by region. Now is it being watched or uploaded or it's got to be uploaded through youtube's new streaming service um i think we're making it more complicated than we're supposed to okay anyway, uh, in the u.s it's uh, madden nfl 16 in brazil it's lego marvel avengers <laughs> that's insane i'm surprised it's not like football american or something no 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 <laughs> in germany it's is that utopia Deponia. Oh, Deponia. Wow, my eyes are Holden's the best. All right, Paige, go ahead and read it. I can't see. Farm and Simulator. <laughs> okay. okay Rus- Russia is uh, Stalker Shadow Chernobyl. Oh, that kind of makes sense. Stalker. Yeah, and uh, let's see. I'll just go through them fast. Japan, Puzzles and Dragons. Taiwan, Tower of Saviors. Thailand, Heroes of Noworth. France is Dofus. And Ukraine is Tanky Online. <laughs> So once again, USA is the best. <laughs> With Madden NFL, yeah. I think the Poland and the Russia ones are probably the funniest. Yeah, like wouldn't you think you don't want to play a farm simulator if you're Poland? <laughs> <laughs> is that racist to say? Probably. Uh, maybe maybe they just don't get to see all the farm things that are on there. <laughs> and then the Russia one is just new tractor. The Russia's just oh, classic. Food wise, Jack. Oh. <laughs> And that was a Japanese accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, Kelk, what did you say? Chernobyl. The Chernobyl in Russia is just, just classic. just forget yeah. about it? Like, right, maybe you guys should have just stuck with, like, Metro or something. Metro 2033 or something. <laughs> Play Dead uses human skull to create Inside's creepy soundtrack. I gotta buy it. Martin Stig Anderson uh, believes the human skull has created a unique signature. 
something that would have been difficult to replace or replicate using just music software alone. He says the teeth caused some unsettling vibrations, but strangely enough, should be familiar. That's awesome. So I wish I would have played the game before I read about this news. But now that I know the soundtrack, though, I guess it just has like you know that creepy knocking noise. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Not so much like music, but just like effects. Yeah, like when like you're getting closer and like closer. I, I do. Closer. I do want to play this game. Didn't it get like ten out of ten from a couple places. Yeah, I gotta finish Limbo. Mm. You guys finished Limbo? No, I I forget where I'm even at. You know I, what? I think I did. Yeah, I think I think Scotchy did. Kelk, you gotta finish it, and I gotta finish it, and then maybe. Maybe I'll let it, let you buy us that game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. It's my turn, isn't it? I don't know. I, I bought the past three games, so I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's still your turn then. Nielsen's, okay. <laughs> Nielsen ranks most anticipated games of holiday 2016. Final Fantasy. Is the name of really Nielsen ranks? No, it's it was just the title of the headline. Gotcha. Okay. PlayStation 4 players have most exclusives to look forward to this Ooh. season. But Nielsen found the most interesting or interest in Batman Arkham VR, which got a 95% anticipation rating. Uh, that game's like an hour long. What Rotten Tomatoes give it? Rise of Tomb Raider, 20-year <laughs> celebration at 95%. I thought that game came out already for the PlayStation. The 20-year yeah, celebration? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's out now. Uh, okay. The Last Guardian at 85%. And uh, Battlezone at 81%. Wait, which McCall is supposed to be on here? Final Fantasy was at like 99%. I'll tell you what. Battlezone, <laughs> I think, is pushed. that VR. Battlezone's the VR tank game. Yeah. It looks really good. Stupid. I would like to play that. Stupid. Stupid. Just because you get motion sickness. You're stupid. <laughs> For Xbox One exclusive titles, it appears fans are united behind Gears of War 4. One title. Which has a 99% anticipation level. I don't well, now that it's out, get, how are they saying it's a holiday? I don't get how they ask, you know, well, how these people, that's their only answer. I mean, Forza Horizons 3 looks... It already came out. This article came out after that game. This is most anticipated games of holiday 2016. Are we technically in holiday 2016 now? So this article came out after Forza Horizon and before... Dude, holidays start like July now for Christmas. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so Christmas. There, there was Halloween stuff up in August. Yeah, Christmas Stupid. decorations are already out. That's true. I guess I haven't been in the mall to know when my holidays start. <laughs> you go in there in November? It's already <laughs> Easter? <laughs> yeah, right? Shit, I didn't yeah, know so... Valentine's right around the corner. <laughs> so... It's like July. <laughs> I thought it was our wedding anniversary. What the hell? <laughs> so I'm assuming this article came out after Horizon 3 and before Gears. That's why the Gears is in today anticipation, but... What's here for Gears? Nothing. No first That's true. Players. Everything keeps getting pushed out. Mm. Yeah, cuphead. Uh, according to a recent listing posted on Amazon for Dark Horse Comics, The Art of Mass Effect Andromeda. Which right. I heard the comics are pretty good. <laughs> or Andromeda. Uh, the release date of March, Andromeda. <laughs> of March 21st, 2017. Which even more... Interesting about this fact comes from a small piece in the description for the book, which states the Dark Horse will release the art book simultaneously with the game. Game. Adding further credibility to this leak is the fact that March 21st, 2017 does indeed fall on a Tuesday. Uh Uh-oh. A traditional launch day for most games in North America. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I I put this question in there for my conspiracy theory. Go ahead. It's gonna be a day and date release game with the NX console. Hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda is coming to the NX. <laughs> now is it gonna have some kind of special feature specific no. to the yes, NX? Yes, it will. You'll be able to have the comic on the go. Uh, your, okay, like a digital download. Go. Oh yeah. And because um, you're saying on the go, you're saying because it comes with, uh, or because the NX is supposedly a... On-the-go console. Yeah, okay. Yep. You heard it here first. I'm awesome. Kelk's buying the next game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'm going to Jamaica. I can't. All right. <laughs> All right. Beer pairing. Or beer, sorry. beer, yay or nay, and pairing. Kelk, go ahead. Uh, it's a yay. I, I actually like this. Um, what is this one again you got? This is the uh, chocolate sombrero. The voodoo sombrero. Oh, the there. Mexican style stuff. Oh, no, yeah. The clown, clown posse. Insane clown posse beer. <laughs> yeah, right? The ICP. <laughs> Looks with like. The, uh, with the fag. Whoa, whoa, soda. whoa, Calvin. Yeah, geez, where were you going with that? <laughs> whoa, whoa, bigotry. He's an asshole. <laughs> whoa, um, Cal. Yeah, it's a yeah. Is that Donald Trump will be disappointed with you liking the Mexican style chocolate? <laughs> I'm deplorable. <laughs> What's it go with, Calc? It actually goes with a uh, flan, a chicken burrito with mole sauce on it. <laughs> nice. Put mole sauce and everything. Right, with mole. Pitch. Um, didn't it just pronounce mole? <laughs> um, yes, I, it is a yay for me. I. I I like me some duples. Mm, duple. <laughs> mm, duple. And uh, myself with the uh, Berliner Weiss, I've had it before. I think I said yay both times. And <clears throat> yes, even with the tartness of it. I, I don't know what it I is. I couldn't. Dude, it was really tough to get down. It, and it I only had tart, a half of the I beer. Like it. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought you said you didn't waste any. No, my cousin and I shared it. Oh, okay. I bought, I bought two, two straws? packs, mix packs, yeah. Mm. Two straws, yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get a new beer, hopefully. I don't know, I got a lot to drink on this one. And we'll be back with the Brown Breeze. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to check us out, you can tweet us at The Loaded Couch on Twitter. You can also email us at theloadedcouch at gmail.com. Download our podcast on iTunes, leave a review, get us some votes. Also, contact us on Stitcher, and you can also find us on SoundCloud. Hey, we're back with the Brown Breeze section of the show, and let's get started with Pigeon's beer selection for the and I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Pidge, what are you drinking? I found the best triple that I've had at another at another uh, beer store. Okay. And I picked up three of them. All right. So I'm drinking one tonight. How'd you know they Cause, were good? Because I had it before, and they weren't, they, they're not making them anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Website. It's not even on their website. Where did you find it was it like actually in the cooler or? Well, no 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 I was it actually three. in the cooler or was it like on the floor yeah, tucked away it, it was there was there were some in the cooler and there was actually some that you know they leave out for room temp right so i picked up the cooler ones i'm like okay good i'm grabbing like three of these and then i saw them on the room temp i'm like oh shit i'll grab three of these and then put the other ones back so once i'm done with these i'll grab some more okay. maybe before i go to texas they, they had a bunch yeah they had about maybe five or six okay got mm-hmm. half of them anyway so it but, is the Harpoon Triple from Harpoon Brewery. It's a triple ale from Massachusetts. I don't know exactly where, but it's golden with a little orange tint at 9% alcohol, and I'm already feeling real funny. Nice. Nice. Calc, what are you drinking? 
I'm finishing up my uh, chocolate sombrero. Okay. Does it have the uh, the dip top on it? <laughs> With the uh, guacamole? Yeah, exactly. You can break off the, the brim and dip it in the guacamole and eat it. Nice. That sounds disgusting. Come on, you oh was was that the uh the original um uh what the hell's his name? I don't know, you I just up a, a Mexican space shuttle. I don't know. No, I think it was the second uh Groom movie. What the hell are those called again? Oh Despicable Me. Despicable Me, me too. Yes. Remember when he goes to the oh, party yeah, and he's yeah. wearing that big taco or uh, that nacho oh, yeah, sombrero? Right. And he well, breaks off the piece the, the villain. The villain in Despicable Me Too is uh is the like luchador guy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the thing hasn't been out forever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, myself, I'm drinking the Double Dog. It's uh, Flying Dogs IPA out of Frederick, Maryland's 11% alcohol. And right Scott, in... what's the color? I don't know, man. It's in a bottle. I'm going right, to say it's and, a cloudy uh, yellow. Are you feeling good right now? Yeah, a little bit. And you're going to answer this, you're going to be feeling real good? Yeah, exactly. I was either, awesome. It was between this or the uh, the blithering idiot, and I don't want to be a blithering idiot by the end of the show. And you don't want that extra 1% above, <laughs> extra 0.1% above the 11%, right? Exactly, yeah. All right, Diary of the Mouth. Who is 7-6 from China and may go to Mars? Calc, who is it? Mm, gotta be <clears throat> Yao Ming. Not, Yao Ming. Not, uh, okay. not you. <laughs> <laughs> not Calc, but it's Yao Ming. Very good. Yay, shh. Is he going up in a Mexican shuttle or no? <laughs> yeah, what is a Mexican shuttle again? I don't know. Give us that. Tell us. <laughs> Porta potty. Oh, nice. What all the flat shit? <laughs> the, the former Houston Rockets center is to become China's new ambassador to Mars. Are they serious? Okay, Yao will be joined in his ambassadorial duties by 10 other Chinese luminaries. Isn't mm-hmm. that a light? Including science fiction writer. Liu Xian, R.R. Martin, oh. <laughs> teenage boy band, TF Boys, and <laughs> women's Olympic gold medal winner volleyball team coach, Lang Ping. TF Boys. <laughs> it's TF, uh, all caps, T-F-B-O-Y-S. <laughs> okay. I feel like somebody's going to be tweeting so the, us. The whole boy team. band gets to go, but they only take one person from everybody, everything else. Jerks. I mean, it, it, all these people, I'd be like, um, it's not really an honor to be in <laughs> like, anywhere. Okay, you sent me to this planet all by myself and I have to deal with these idiots? It's like not even I think Calc did. Science Calc fiction died. writer. Yeah, does uh does Yao Ming get his own rocket? <laughs> yeah, you'd think so with the size of it. But again, how did they make okay, wait, so okay. There's a <laughs> former basketball player. A science you sound fiction like, writer. You sound like Leo gets from Lethal Weapon. Okay, okay, okay. okay. A, a boy okay. band and a volleyball team coach. Why isn't there like a scientist and like an artist? And they're already on the ship. No, no, they're going. They're going on the second ship. <laughs> they want to see what happens with the first. <laughs> these are these are the expendable people. Okay. Now, do you guys think there's going to be a mandate uh, as to you must be this short or tall to go to Mars? <laughs> Yell making go when I tell you that. Yeah, I was gonna say you'd figure you'd be too tall to be in the shuttle. And I'm too short, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going. Mm. About as tall as my mom. That loves scotchy. No, I got the beard back. A 2,500 <laughs> year old stash <laughs> of whole marijuana plants has been un- text my mom. <laughs> has been unearthed from an ancient tomb in northwest China. 
Ooh, the discovery adds to a growing body of evidence that ancient people used marijuana for its psychoactive properties and incorporated it into their rituals. Not for glaucoma. No, they didn't have glaucoma back then. <laughs> 13 marijuana plants uh, that were still largely intact if yellowed and desiccated after millennia or after a millennia underground. So they uh, were still growing? No. They were, they were dead, but they were... I was going to say, do they, do they age like a fine wine? You think that pot's better now than it was? I think it's like dried flowers type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like potpourri. I never first did drugs for... before. That's from watching hip-hop videos. Oh, check out. That was from like a half-baked or something like that. You watch. In a first for funi- funerary marijuana, the plants were found lying... Uh, like a burial shroud atop a body of a man who had died in his mid-thirties. He went out. The roots... He went out crunk style. <laughs> Probably bloodshot eyes and all. Uh, their roots lay <laughs> below the man's <laughs> hips, and the tips... Uh, it was a skeleton. He has not... <laughs> <laughs> uh, which oh, had been shit. trimmed to remove the flowers, extended up around his face. You know Snoop Dogg's going out like this if he reads this article. <laughs> He's like, that's and, how I want to Seriously. And, and Willie Nelson, He right? just changed his, uh, his last Isn't world he, testament. He's like Snoop Lion yeah, or something? No, yes. No, but his, his will. He just changed his will to have this be his, uh, his burial requirements. Uh, just a quick question, speaking of marijuana. Willie Nelson, when he dies and we dig him up 100 years later, is his ponytail still there or not? Hmm. Yes. I think your hair is uh, one of the longer things to last. In... Yeah, I was going to say, I think your hair sticks around the longest. Yeah, your hair you and think, nails you'll think and you have, bones. you like, creepy think... guys that dig up the body and cut off the ponytail. <laughs> Try to get high off it. And then, and then uh, what do they do? What's that called? Oh, like, I'm drunk. I can't think of it right now. What's that called? Uh, clone. They clone. Oh, cloning him. Nice. Yeah. From his ponytail. Yeah, <laughs> from his ponytail. <laughs> they start with that and remake it like in the, oh, what, uh, that was, oh, shit. Um, come on, Calc, the space movie with um, Lulu Dallas. Oh. Fifth, uh, element. Fifth, Fifth element. element. Yeah, they recreate Willie Nelson just from his ponytail. Like, the computer starts putting them together just from the ponytail up. Remember? Oh, yeah. Like, they put her together just from her hand. Her it's hand and wrist. It's, yeah. it's a big, giant pot plant. Just as <laughs> <laughs> With a ponytail. Nice. All right. Uh, an accused rapist uh, who is on trial in Canada could not have committed his crimes because... <laughs> he's too fat and his penis is too small that's what his lawyers are arguing in court I'm sorry oh. I'm not laughing at at the rape part I'm just laughing I can't believe they're arguing this Yeah, okay. I would be I'd be like you know what dude I'm, I'm guilty forget it even if I didn't do it I'm, <laughs> this is tiny All right, to, to beef up her argument the attorney also showed the jury naked pictures of her chunky client <laughs> His lawyer argued last week that the man, also known as Porkchop, oh my god, couldn't have raped the women, <laughs> even if he tried. Because he has a hernia, and because measurements aren't in his favor. Oh my god. So his hernia, quote, makes it painful to have sex from behind, and his <laughs> stomach is too large, and his penis is way, way too small. Cal, ring a bell? Oh Jesus! You ass. <laughs> According to a nurse who testified at the trial, he stands five foot six and weighs so much that he exceeds the scales at the jail, which go up to three hundred and twenty pounds. Oh my gosh! His waist is sixty-six inches, but his penis is only one inch. 
Two went erect, the nurse said. Damn, he's stacked. So how did the nurse know what it was like erect? Did she have to do that for her? For him? Maybe she just assumed. And it only grew an inch? That I guess they is... say it doubles in size, right? So she just doubled the one inch that she measured. Don't say that to Kelk, because mm. Kelk's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> he's, a, is he, yeah, he's a grower, not a shower. All right, so yeah, first off, I mean, he's an accused rapist, so, you know, rape is completely despicable, but... Yeah, they should have their penis chopped off. Exactly. First off. Well, they don't have much to take <clears throat> off, so... He reminds me of that Mike Myers character from... Uh, yeah, fat Bastard? Fat Bastard. Fat Bastard. Come get in my belly. I can't even do it. I want my baby back. Baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it looks right. like that bastard. An Australian National Dictionary reports Australia invented an interesting curse word. Celtic, what is it? You guessed it. Oi! <laughs> God, say it in your Australian accent. Oi, fuckwit. Okay, so the entry for fuckwit includes the note... Used elsewhere, but recorded earliest in Australia. That's the definition in their uh, Australian National Dictionary. <laughs> Used elsewhere, but first recorded recorded earliest in Australia. Yeah, give him that. I don't care. <laughs> okay, you can have it. <clears throat> now we've got some questions from listeners. Although Forza Horizon 3 is in Australia. That's so. true. That's true. Our first question comes from at who? A no. Ron Jeremy? Whoa. Or, whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Whoa, Rod Jeremy. It's not who. Who? Rod Jeremy. We can go who. Who? A Ron Jeremy. Who? Okay. Whoa, Ron. Row, Ron Jeremy. Okay. Oh my god. <clears throat> I'm having this debate with my <coughs> coworkers and need some advice. Who's better, Mary or Sonic? I chose Sonic because he has a hedgehog like me. <laughs> Because he's a hedgehog like him. Ron Jeremy is also known as the hedgehog. I think I think Sonic's better than Mario. Than Mario? Yeah, he got the speed. Mm, I, you I'm can tuck and Mario. roll into a ball. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Mario. I'm gonna go with Mario. Mario's you're better. out it. Mario wins. Mario is first. He's yep. the best. First is the worst. Second is the best. <laughs> Third is the one with Ron Jeremy's hairy chest. Oh my god! And back and legs. Okay. Thank you for the question at Hua Ron Jeremy. Or whoa! Whoa! Ron Jeremy. We don't know. We're not making fun of your name. <laughs> at all. All right. The next question comes from at JJ Bay Trek Turtles Clover Formers. <laughs> JJ Bay you better Trek not be Turtles your mic. Clover Formers. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> if you could, what director would you want to make a game and what game director do you want to make a movie? I'm thinking, okay. A movie I director game, make a game and a game director make a movie. Yeah, I guess game director would be like someone who creates something, creates a game. I would want Shigeru Miyamoto to make a game. It'd be like a trippy-ass game. Wait, Shigeru Miyamoto? I mean, it'd be, it'd be like a movie. trippy-ass movie. Right, okay, okay. Some kind of like happy joy. You're in some kind of like crazy colorful realm. And you, you leave that movie theater thinking everything is right, so Miyamoto okay. making a movie. Yeah, and then as, and then I will want <laughs> what Kelk said. Went David was David Fincher making an Animal Crossing game, <laughs> a Fight Club Animal Crossing game. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> 
But they have to be, they have to look like the Animal Crossing characters. <laughs> yeah, of course. But they're like, just like baseball hands. Yeah, but, <laughs> but very realistic looking. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> did you guys see, speaking of that, did you guys see the, somebody made a costume for one of the Comic-Cons? I think it was San Diego. But he made a, a Lego character costume but use synthetic skin to make him look as if he was a real person with the lego head in the hands that's he, just creepy no i did yeah, not say it it is creepy and he walked around like comic-con as the character and kids were like staring up at him and shit it you got to check it out if you search I think and I, find it i think i'd rather see clowns in the woods <laughs> and then see that guy I just come up to north jersey here <laughs> just go to North Carolina you'll see plenty yeah. Scotch what do you think who's your choice for uh, director and game director director um, to game game to the movie director to game hmm thinking like a Guy Ritchie to game I don't know why cause we talked about him earlier mm, yeah maybe that's why it's sticking in my head hmm because I mean, you could go for the easies like the Abrams and the. Yeah. But yeah, no, probably like a guy Richie. And I can't okay, even then. think why. But game um, to movie. Uh, who's the guy that did Fez that you guys hate? Is that Fish? Was yeah. that his last name? I don't. I don't hate him. I, I like, like him. him right? He doesn't like Japanese games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you guys? I, yeah, we talked about that when I watched this movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just because of his in-depth thought of what Fez is supposed to be and how he did with that indie game movies, yeah, that could be. That would be horrible, actually. No, that's good. That's yeah, good. So right, I, I'll do him. What Calc- well, I'm gonna say, I definitely want to see something that the Duffer Brothers do. The guys that did the Stranger Things. Okay. Okay, as a video game. Yeah. Okay. As a game, doing something like with Resident Evil. Games, right? So doing a horror, horror type or just scary? Like a Wait, scary game. Okay. A psychological thriller? <clears throat> right. Yeah, yeah, like either Resident Evil or a Dead Space or something like that. Um, what's the next one? I need a what? Movie what, director to making a game. Or a game director. Or a game director making a movie. Yeah, you need a game director, creator to movie. Uh, I'd go with the easy choice, I guess. What, Joseph Staten, the guy that just did Recore, he also wrote the story for Creative Director for Destiny. Okay. I, I thought you were going to go with Hauser Brothers or something. What would you like to see him make? What kind? Would you like to, I mean, I guess it's going to be space adventure of some sort, but. Mm, yeah, have to be some kind of. Have him make a, uh, his twist on No Man's Sky as a movie. Ooh, I got one. Who's the guy that directed uh, or um, was the creator of uh, Waterworld? I'd like to see him make a game. You, did you like the movie Waterworld? I thought it was interesting. I mean, granted, I come on, the acting actually... and stuff wasn't great, but I mean, the, the idea behind it and stuff was pretty interesting. Was Waterworld actually... directed by Co- Kevin Costner? No, Kevin Reynolds. No, Kevin Kevin Costner was in it, or was it yeah like, he was the main yeah, actor. Yeah, he, he, he was he was in it. The director was uh, Kevin Reynolds. I'm going to see if he did anything else. That's random, Scotchy. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, that did... that was really out of it. Like, where the hell did you get that from? I was just thinking something water based because we haven't had a lot in with water. I I did watch um, Tuesday's Gray on Twitch, 
she's actually a pretty good streamer as well. Uh, she was playing this game where I think you crash land on a planet and your pod is in the water. It kind of breaks up and then you have to start going and searching out from there. Uh, you can dive down and into the ocean and stuff like that to get some supplies. And then you bring them back. You kind of synthesize them in your pod and then recreate or like repair your pod. And you have to create like a base and stuff from that point. It was pretty interesting, but just like these like ocean. Minecraft. Kind of, sort of, kind of. It's a little bit okay. more of a realistic looking than Minecraft, of course. But Kevin Reynolds directed Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves with Kevin Costner, Waterworld, The Count of Monte Cristo, The New Red Dawn with Chris Hemsworth. And he also did uh, three episodes of the Hatfield and McCoys. Okay, but him, him more so than uh, Guy Ritchie then, but doing something along the lines of like a Waterworld type of game. I'd rather have Guy Ritchie. <laughs> All right. All right, well, thank you for the question at JJ Bay Trek Turtles Cloverformers. It's <laughs> a great name. <laughs> awesome. Uh, our next question comes from at Moo, said the vegan. Or Moo, said the vegan. <laughs> I'm a hardcore vegan, and I cannot wait until Tyson Foods brings the fully vegan burger that bleeds like a real beef burger. Oh my God, that's gross. <laughs> now there is no excuse for me eating fatzos to not be eating delicious vegan burgers. Wait a minute, did you say bleeds like a real beeper or beef burger? Beef burger. All right, I'm drunk. I thought you okay. said beeper. Beeper, yep. Uh... <laughs> Now there's no excuse for me eating fatzos to not be eating delicious vegan burgers. Now all we need for world domination is a fully vegan walking cow-like animal. <laughs> do you think Hillary or Donald? Or do you think Hillary and Donald are vegans? Well, no. Absolutely. I'm going to say I mean, no Donald. to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just disgusting—a bleeding vegan burger. <laughs> What the hell's it bleed? Why do they have to make their food look like real meat eating food? Like I don't know. Why do they? Have, yeah. Why do they have to put a freaking wishbone in a tofurkey? Tofurkey. <laughs> it's a tofu turkey, but it, it just looks like a blob on a freaking you know, like you unwrap. Tofur- That's the name of this show: Tofurkeys and Mexican Shuttles. <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Uh, on Thanksgiving, my neighbor was. Uh, she's a vegan, mm-hmm. and. Um, or vegan or vegetarian. I'm not. Either way, they're the same thing. No, they're um, very different. But okay, go. I know, but I classify them all as stupid. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, no, pigeon. but the the show yeah, does thanks. not represent all of the ideas that Pigeon goes ahead and says and <laughs> cannot be held accountable for it. Okay, go ahead. She uh she she was by herself for Thanksgiving, so I invited her over, and we were having you know you know stuffing corn turkey all all the stuff that has non-vegan stuff in it you probably had yams with freaking marshmallows on top didn't you no i i don't i cook thanksgiving i don't know vegans can't have marshmallows i I don't go crazy okay but anyway so i went out and bought her a a tofurkey and it looked like a glob of meat inside a little tinfoil pan it is it it does it looks like a a, a loaf like a bread loaf of tofu it's weird so it's like spam no, yeah. oh, not in a can. When you yeah, cut it, it's like, kind of like a banana bread and like a loaf. Yes, like a exactly. Loaf. It looks like a banana bread, correct? Like a meatloaf, right? But like a perfectly formed meatloaf. But who who would you think would be a vegan? I bet you Donald's an undercover vegan. Mm. I bet well, you he, he is. is. He is very orange. Maybe he just eat shrimp. Heavy, heavy on the beta carotene. Yeah, carrots and yams and sweet potatoes and all those other yeah. things. Yeah. I'd rather you be calling instead of beef burgers, call them beepers. Beepers. 
All right. Well, thank you for the question. At said the vegan. Okay. Move over, butter. Yeah. Our last question comes from at Cuphead the game. I'm delayed until 2017. <laughs> you bitch. You son of a bitch. I I honestly thought this game was coming out this this holiday. This is yeah. A this would have been a great holiday release. <clears throat> Actually, it's. Uh, I don't. I don't think it would have been a good holiday release. Why not? I don't think anyone would. Because with the holidays, it's all it's all about the kids and stuff. They always just want shooting games. They just all want Call of Duty. It's not all Dude. about the kids, you liar. Come on, I got a big uh, extended family, and they always get me uh, game-related gifts for uh, when we do Secret Santa and stuff. Do we know any? Did they say any? Did they say any reason why it's getting pushed, or they just said pushed? Well, it is just two guys working on it, right? Two brothers. No, it, it's a, it was a husband and wife, and they've got like a full. Well, yeah, no. there's two there's two brothers, but the wife is involved now too. But yeah, they got like full. That's support. why it's delayed. Full support and funding Shrink. now from Microsoft, so they got like a big studio working on it. He's an I think, I think if this if it was smart, maybe they're delaying to like January. Remember when Dying Light came out a couple of years ago? Yeah, and they pushed that one a little bit, didn't they? They pushed that one into January, the end of January. No other game was out in January, and that game actually sold really well. Yeah, I mean but it, I was, just, it was a good game, but I just saw something on Reddit though. I guess the tweet says mid mid twenty seventeen. So E3, so they're going to do an announcement, E3. Game's out now. Right, yeah. They are, yeah, go out now. It's released today for the release of E3. Go ahead and get it. And it's on Netflix. And it's on Netflix. On Netflix. And it's on the NX. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Go, I'm, go I'm, watch it. You can watch I'm, people play. I'm feeling good. Sorry. Nice. All right. Thank you for the statement at Cuphead the Game. I'm the late 2017. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's... All we got. So, Calc, give us a pairing on your beer. Um, yeah, it's chicken, chicken burrito, or with mole or whatever. Mole. Well, the, the whole Mexican style chocolate stouts definitely got me. Jones if this, if this was like Ukrainian chocolate stout, would you pick a Ukrainian food? <laughs> yeah, Turkish <laughs> delights. <laughs> I pick babka. Nice babka. There you go. Uh, double the babka, babka with double cheese. No, Svevici, it's stuffed cabbage. All right. Yes. Yeah, you still and still with the same. All right, Pidge. Uh, this is for me. This is this is the best triple I've had. Okay. That I ever had. Ever. You gotta go get more. Yeah, I have to get more. And I'm a yay on this uh, Double Dog, too. The IPA, it's it's a tasty IPA. I think you guys should check it out. Um, it was originally, I think Nicole uh, got the six-pack was nine bucks, I think, the first time she got it. And at 11%, that's a decent price. The next time we went back and got it at the local uh, beer distributor, I think it was like $13. It went up in price? No, because she had gotten it out by where she worked. Oh, okay. The second time we got it, we got it by me, and then it was like $13. I'm like, would what? Like it's four dollars more expensive, shipping costs. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. I, do, does that make any sense to you? I just want to bring this up real quick. Why is it the higher alcohol beers are priced higher? Maybe the process is longer. Duck. I have no idea. They can just charge more because you get crunk faster. That's what I'm wondering. Do you pay for your drunk? Well, I was gonna say there's not some kind of like weird federal law, is there? Behind like volume. It- Vol- well, alcohol I th- I volume think and a, the cost. 
I think there's a cap on how much alcohol can be in an actual beer. Right. Before it's labeled something other than beer? Yeah, I think it's a threshold, but I'm not mm. sure. Because it seems like, I mean, for her to buy it at $9 and then me go back and get it, uh, like, you know, two weeks later at a different place and it's $13, I'm like, okay, are they just charging more because there's alcohol in it or because there's a higher demand? Yeah. That's weird. You know what? There's a place, uh, I guess, I'll just say the name. There's uh, the Joe Canals. Okay. Kind of like a a national chain, I yep. guess you would say. Um, they sell the 120 IPA at 10 bucks a bottle. Okay. Which is still ridiculous, but it's worth it. Yeah. And, um, but the place, the mom and pop shop, you know, two miles down the road, sell for twelve ninety nine. Okay. So sell it for sense. three dollars more. So I don't know if it's maybe because they don't buy it as much; they'll buy the bulk. Right. And they're just pricing it to make a little bit more off the case. Yeah, that that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if it. And plus, I mean, where your wife works is probably more populated than where you live. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but it's a higher and like more higher pay, higher house cost, higher taxes, everything area. You, you would think, think it's charge it more. Right. I don't, I don't know. know. That's weird. Talk to Hillary. Yeah, figure it out. All right, guys. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can send us uh, questions, statements, as we've been reading uh, now at the couch at gmail.com. Gmail, right? Yes. Yes, you can uh, find us on Twitter at the Loaded Couch. Uh, you can hit Pigeon up at... Pigeon Peg like everywhere. Uh, you can hit Kelk up at at Celtic Fox underscore LC on Twitter, and you can hit me on Twitter at uh, Scotchhound underscore LC, and we'll look forward from to hearing from you. Yeah. All right, that's um, the show. Thanks, guys. Until we'll, next time. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Later. Later. I'm feeling really pleasant right now. Thank you so much.